Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you had fantastic Thanksgivings, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I was at Oxford with Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Then I was in the great state of Florida for Thanksgiving for a week down there. Then I drove up to Auburn with my 11-year-old for the Iron Bowl, Alabama, on the road. First ever overtime Iron Bowl. Incredible experience in Auburn. Appreciate everybody who I got to meet there. Uh, We completed the OutKick bus tour which has been a heck of an endeavor. I will be down in Atlanta this weekend for Georgia, Alabama. But let me talk about the Iron Bowl for a minute. Uh, First of all, I thought that Auburn lost this game two decisions made by head coach Brian Harson. First, right after the first fourth down stop, Auburn elected to have T.J. Finley throw the football. He hadn't thrown the football really that successfully all game. And really... The only time he'd done uh, successful throws kind of jump balls down the sideline man-to-man coverage give your receivers a chance to make a play. He overshoots his target gets the ball intercepted Alabama comes down kicks a field goal. Then after the second fourth down stop there's only a minute and a half minute 45 minute 50 whatever it was left to play. I guess it was about a minute 50 and change. Auburn runs out of bounds. I understand that Tank Bigsby is trying to get the first down but you just have to run the ball up the middle there three times make Alabama use both of their timeouts punt them deep and Alabama would have had to go the length of the field with only 50 seconds remaining. Odds of them doing that are incredibly low. Credit to Bryce Young who may have won the Heisman Trophy on the throw he made into the end zone. Credit to Alabama for finding a way to get it done. But I'll give you my early pick on the SEC championship game. I like Georgia. And I like Georgia by double digits. I think the Bulldogs are going to completely stifle Alabama on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not sold with Alabama's ability to block very well. They can't run the football. I think that Georgia is going to stifle them completely. I'm inclined maybe to go the under as well. But I'm taking Georgia and the six and a half right now. I think Georgia's going to win this game by double digits. All right, we got a ton of stories to get to but there's also a lot of details for me to take care of here uh, as we roll through uh, this Cyber Monday show. And I want to talk to you about a way to save a bundle with my friends at Pure Talk. I've had these guys in my house. Uh, My own 13-year-old has his own Pure Talk wireless phone You can as well. Unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Let me repeat that. Unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. You can keep your same phone number, keep your phone, and right now you can get incredible offers such as the iPhone 12 for just $479. They have a 30-day risk-free option. Right now, how do you sign up and find the right plan for you? Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code OUTKICK 50% off your first month and you can save on your new phone. That's puretalk.com promo code OUTKICK Uh, Disclaimer, some restrictions apply. See site for details. Go check them out today. You could save hundreds of dollars a year 
if you go to puretalk.com and shop for the cell phone plan that's right for you and your family. Use OutKick as a code, 50% off. All right, Lincoln Riley is headed to USC. Less than a day after all of the rumors had Lincoln Riley headed to LSU, Lincoln Riley is going to USC. The Trojans get their man. Let me start here. I think it's a fabulous hire for USC. I think they can make, Lincoln Riley can, immediately bring in a lot of recruits. He's going to make USC relevant in a way that they haven't been in the Pac-12 for very long. I think he will recruit well. And this is big for West Coast college football in general because if you remember back when Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, Lindell White, Pete Carroll were patrolling things out in LA, the rest of the Pac-12 wasn't very good. This was a lot like Clemson being dominant in the ACC uh, in the present day up until this year. That's what SC was in the Pac-12. So, why is this significant? All right? Uh, Lincoln Riley abandons Oklahoma after declining interest in LSU. This is saying he wasn't leaving Oklahoma for LSU, whatever. Bill Clintonian defense there. So why people don't trust college football coaches. Because ultimately they are all in it for themselves. And oftentimes they are dishonest or borderline dishonest in the way they respond to media questions about stories such as these. So, why did Lincoln Riley leave Oklahoma and turn down a monster salary increase from LSU? I think the answer is pretty straightforward and I think it's pretty simple. He knew the SEC was going to be a lot tougher for him at Oklahoma. And he knew that even if he went to LSU, the SEC was going to be a lot tougher for him than the Big 12 had been. So, There was an element of competitive cowardness in Lincoln Riley deciding to go join USC as opposed to stay in Norman and coach Oklahoma. Now, doesn't mean it's not a smart decision but it does mean he ran from the most dominant conference in college football to go try and join one that he believes he's going to be able to dominate without needing to have the same level of excellence that he would to be Nick Saban for instance in the SEC. The SEC is the finishing school of college football. It's the most competitive. It's the most dominant and Lincoln Riley decided to bail on that. Credit to Jim Harbaugh and Michigan for dominating Ohio State on Saturday. I picked Ohio I picked Michigan to win. I picked Michigan to cover. I picked Michigan to win outright on big noon kickoff. But I was still impressed at the manner in which Michigan dominated particularly on the offensive side of the ball. In a particular point of fact I want to hit you with these details on exactly what Michigan did to Ohio State. They won it on the line of scrimmage. Look at what the box score reflects when it comes to team stats. Michigan ran the ball 41 times for 297 yards against Ohio State. It's an average of 7.2 yards per rush. Meanwhile, Ohio State 30 attempts for just 64 yards. Michigan bunch of sacks bunch of tackles for losses they dominated the line of scrimmage. This is a physical win for Jim Harbaugh 
It took him six plus years but he finally got it done. Now all Michigan has to do sorry Wolverine fans is not choke against Iowa and they will be into the college football playoff. This should be fun to watch if the Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh advance. I said that I was in Alabama. I was. For the Iron Bowl Alabama-Auburn as I said thank you so much for everybody out there who gave my family a great experience there. I am not sold on Alabama and their ability to contend at a high level with uh, Georgia. In fact as I broke down the overall landscape of college football we'll get the latest playoff rankings on Tuesday but if I were voting on the college football playoff right now my number one team Georgia Georgia, Georgia, Georgia they're the only team 100% that is guaranteed to be in the playoff. My number two team would be Michigan three Alabama four Oklahoma State I would have Cincinnati at five and Notre Dame at six. My top ten in fact as we roll through uh, just so you guys know I just gave you my top six I'd have Ohio State seven Ole Miss eight Baylor nine and Oregon ten. Now that doesn't mean that I think Ohio State Ole Miss uh, have a chance uh, Ohio State or Ole Miss have a chance to make the college football playoff. I think there are 11 teams that are still alive believe it or not right now for the college football playoff. And those teams by the way uh, are uh, if you break them all down who's in if they win Georgia's in if they win Alabama's in if they win Georgia's in no matter what Oklahoma State is in if they win and I believe that Michigan is in if they win. But there are still a bunch of teams that are in the mix. Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Iowa, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, Oregon, and Baylor along with Georgia. To me those are the 11 teams that can still win a national championship going forward if you look at all the different moving parts here. Again, I believe the most likely playoff Georgia the one seed because I think they're going to beat Alabama Michigan the two seed because I think they're going to beat Iowa three seed I believe is going to be Oklahoma State because I think they're going to beat Baylor and then in the four spot Cincinnati if they beat Houston that will be your uh, college football playoff Georgia against Cincinnati and Michigan against Oklahoma State. That is my analysis right now of the college football playoff. Let me tell you a minute about X chair. I'm sitting in this chair right now by far the most comfortable and ergonomic chair I've ever used also probably the coolest looking piece of furniture that I work in every single day and right now is the perfect time. Right now X chair is on sale. It's Black Friday Cyber Monday weekend you can get hooked up at xchairclay.com $500 on an X chair four days only Black Friday Cyber Monday weekend you can save $500 at xchairclay.com 30-day guarantee of complete comfort I love this chair I sit on it you can eat every day I work on it you can even finance your purchase for as little as $25 a month go to xchairclay.com right now and save up to $500 special Cyber Monday offer at xchairclay.com 
Billy Napier is headed to Florida to replace Dan Mullen. Uh, I was on vacation last week when Dan Mullen got fired and I have to say the rapidity with which everything fell apart for Dan Mullen stunned even me and I had predicted that things would not go well uh, for him at Florida this year but I thought he was going to go 7-5 and five or 8-4. and four. I didn't think Florida was going to end up going 6-6. Six and six. So, as you look at the situation right now Billy Napier seems to represent everything the Florida Gators need coming out of Louisiana. Uh, he loves every aspect of coaching, recruiting, uh, the conditioning, uh, the keeping kids eligible in school, growing men. All of those things suggest that Billy Napier could be successful. But Florida, Urban Meyer, tremendous success following Steve Spurrier but they failed now with Will Muschamp. They filled, failed with Jim McElwain and they now have failed with Dan Mullen. So this is their fourth coach in eight years. It's a lot of moving parts. We'll see how exactly Billy Napier does. A lot of you are saying, okay, who is LSU going to hire? Who is Oklahoma going to hire? Well, early reports, and I find this unlikely, early reports have Cliff Kingsbury somewhat interested in the idea of being the next head coach uh, at um, at. Oklahoma. Kingsbury was asked about it. He said, I don't get into those things. My sole focus the last couple of weeks has been the Chicago Bears. He was then asked why he didn't flat out say he has no interest in the Oklahoma job. He said, we're in season. We're 9-2. and two, Just not a topic I want to touch right now. Feels like Cliff Kingsbury had an opportunity to completely shut this down like Mike Tomlin did with the Pittsburgh Steelers. To me, it feels like he is trying to angle potentially for a salary increase before all is said and done. I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury makes at Arizona but I guarantee you that if he were being offered $10 million a year at Oklahoma which wouldn't surprise me at all that he wants to go ahead and get that kind of salary increase plus some certainty on his job situation going forward feels like that is the situation that he is following and playing right now. I don't think that Kingsbury is actually going to end up a viable candidate at Oklahoma. What about LSU? LSU seems to have egg on its face right now. Sometimes when that happens you end up with an unexpected hire that impresses and surprises people. I feel like this is my prediction. People can run and, uh, run and hide with it. I feel like Lane Kiffin to either Oklahoma or to LSU maybe more likely to LSU still in play. That's my analysis. That's my thought pattern. By the way worth mentioning at LSU Ed Ogeron's last home game at LSU Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher get beaten since 2018 Jimbo Fisher is 34-14 and 14 at Texas A&M. Ed Ogeron is 36-14. and 14. So for all of the focus on Coach O against Jimbo uh, Coach O has had a better record at LSU than Jimbo has at Texas A&M. Also worth mentioning 
Kevin Sumlin's first four years in College Station, he went 36-16. and 16. Jimbo Fisher's first four years so far, 34-14. and 14. One win over Alabama for both of them. One New Year's Six bowl win for both of them. And uh, Jimbo uh, did not have a Heisman winning quarterback. Uh, meanwhile, Jimbo has made $9 million a year now. Worth thinking about that scenario. Um, Dr. Fauci said, I am science in an embarrassing interview that CBS Face the Nation did with Dr. Fauci. It was all set up. All the cameras were uh, were set up. All the lighting, everything else. This was a sit-down and the interviewer did not push back against Dr. Fauci saying, I am science. He even tried to talk about January 6th which has absolutely nothing to do with science at all. Fauci is a political puppet and he's also been consistently wrong on almost everything having to do with COVID. Shutting down schools, mask mandates, social distancing, virtually all of it has failed. But anybody who says I am science doesn't understand what science is. Science is about rigorously and vigorously attacking all preconceived notions. You can't try and protect things like politicians do when it comes to masks, when it comes to vaccine mandates. Dr. Fauci should have been fired a long time ago. He has been a disaster for this country and it's an embarrassment that he is still in any kind of position of power. By the way, this is fairly significant. You probably won't hear it on very many places but this is kind of a big deal. Uh, Florida just hit under 1,000 COVID patients statewide. That is the lowest number of COVID patients that Florida has had going all the way back to April of 2020. Florida has the lowest rate of COVID in the country and the second lowest rate per capita for the per capita crew out there in the country as well. This is a failure of the media. All of the states right now I'm looking at the most recent data on COVID that have the highest levels of COVID infection right now even with the Thanksgiving pause that's going on right now are all blue states. Michigan, blue state. New Hampshire, blue state. New Mexico, blue state. Vermont, blue state. Minnesota, blue state. Wisconsin, blue state. The six largest COVID infection states right now all voted for Joe Biden in the 2020 election and they all have high rates of COVID. Many of them also have Democratic governors. Have you heard anyone criticizing Michigan's Governor Gretchen Whitmer on any kind of the same level that they have Ron DeSantis? Of course not. Yet Michigan has over 10 times the rate of COVID infection of Florida right now. It's pretty wild to even think about that reality. Um, Christian McCaffrey out for the season. 
I don't talk a lot about fantasy football. I am in a high-level fantasy football league. Christian McCaffrey, ankle injury, going on IR. He has now missed 23 of the 33 games he could have played in since the Panthers made him the highest-paid running back in NFL history. Uh, Running backs making at least $12.5 million uh, annually. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry. All of them are currently injured. Christian McCaffrey out for the rest of the season. Uh, I want to talk for a minute about Kyle Rittenhouse and Arizona State. But first, I want to tell you about my friends with the uh, Manscaped. They will ensure that you are able to get the best possible hookup when it comes to grooming your nether regions. In fact, you need to be careful because if you use the wrong trimmer, you can slice and dice yourself really in a rough way. Probably, if you have ever trimmed yourself below the belt, you have found yourself making some errors. That's why the Lawnmower 4.0 and the Ultra Smooth Package is so fantastic. And even if you're not worried about that, need to be worried about ear, nose hair, the Weed Whacker will take care of you. And right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping just in time for Cyber Monday with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com. This year, make sure that you take care of your balls and take care of all of your man trimming needs. Get hooked up today at manscaped.com using the code DBAP20. Let me tell you uh, about this Kyle Rittenhouse at Arizona State Madness. Arizona State students are demanding that Kyle Rittenhouse not be allowed to continue online education at the school in the wake of his not guilty verdicts. By the way, did the radio show last week, did not do this show. I want to give credit to the juries in both the Kyle Rittenhouse case and the Ahmaud Arbery case because based on, I wasn't in the courtroom, I didn't see every element of evidence, but based on what I did see in both cases, I think the juries got it right in both cases. I think the murder convictions were right in the Arbery case and I think Kyle Rittenhouse, the not guilty verdict, was the right result. Every jury is not perfect because juries are made up of people and our criminal justice system is designed by man and anything designed by men is going to have flaws. Okay? Just is. But we have the greatest uh, criminal justice system in the entire world. We have the greatest judicial system Uh, in the entire world as well. And I believe both of these juries got the right result, both with Kyle Rittenhouse and with Ahmaud Arbery. But the idea that Arizona State students would be able to protest and somehow keep Kyle Rittenhouse from being enrolled at Arizona State represents everything that's wrong with the modern social media justice movement in general. First of all, there are doubtless many students enrolled at Arizona State 
who have had criminal issues in their past, oftentimes in their juvenile record. We wipe oftentimes all of those claims and all those issues clear when an adult reaches 18 years old, all right? And so, as you break this down and think about it in a larger context, uh, the idea of Kyle Rittenhouse not being able to get a college education when he's been found guilty of no crime is a fundamental antithesis of what American higher education should stand for. If you are not in prison and if you have not been convicted of a violent felony, I don't understand how you can't be eligible to attend a state-sponsored school uh, without having to worry about people trying to cancel you and get you kicked out. I hope another university will reach out to Kyle Rittenhouse and offer him admission if Arizona State ends up kicking him out. I want to talk about Waukesha for a moment. Um, what happened in Waukesha, Wisconsin is an absolute tragedy, okay? Let's be clear. Um, I feel awful for all the parents, for all the family and friends of the six people who are dead and the dozens, I believe over 50, that required medical treatment because of this heinous act. But make no mistake about what occurs at CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, and the Washington Post when they can't play identity politics. Remember, they accused Kyle Rittenhouse of being a racist, of being a white supremacist. Zero evidence of that at all. Uh, and when he was found not guilty, did the President of the United States, Joe Biden, apologize for calling Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist? Uh, did any of the innumerable uh, individuals in Congress or celebrities who made the same accusation, did they apologize? No, of course not. Because Kyle Rittenhouse they wanted to label a white supremacist, a violent white man, as if that is in some way a significant component to his case. What I told you before was race wasn't involved in his case. Three people he shot were white. I told you that uh, all that case came down to was, was he justified in self-defense or not? And the answer was, according to the jury, yes, he was. Well, in the wake of Waukesha, what appears to have happened is there was a a black man who mowed down over 50 white people basically at a, uh, at a Christmas parade and appears to have done it intentionally. That is, he was driving his vehicle attempting to hit as many people as he could. And his social media includes BLM support as well as violent anti-white commentary. If that had happened, and it was a white person who had run over 50 black people, we would still be talking about it. It would be a legacy of white supremacy. That individual would be responsible not for his sole actions, but would be a representative sample of white men in America. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with using every single incident as an identity politics-laden example. MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, they do it all the time. And yesterday, as I was watching the Titans get waxed by the New England Patriots, I saw that CNN put out a tweet. 
uh, for one of their articles. And it said, Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade killing six people and injuring scores of others. The Washington Post previously had their own tweet that said an SUV drove through a Christmas parade. CNN said a car drove through a Christmas parade. Well, who was driving that car? Shouldn't we hold the perpetrator or the alleged perpetrator responsible for this action as opposed to trying to pretend that it was the car that did the uh, harm to all those people in Waukesha? No. This was a man who should not have been out on bail had only a $1,000 bail should have still been behind bars should spend the rest of his life behind bars and if they had the death penalty in Wisconsin he would certainly be subject to it because this was such a heinous intentional act that may well have been motivated by racial hate. We won't know because the Biden administration hasn't suggested that we need a hate crime investigation. I haven't seen anyone in Wisconsin suggesting that we need a hate crime investigation. This represents what I am telling you is the consistent failure in the media to treat like situations in a like manner. We had a caller last week pointed out this exact situation in Boulder, Colorado. In Boulder, if you remember, they had an incident where a man went into a grocery store, opened fire inside of that grocery store. Early reports suggested that the man who had done it was white. Twitter, Blue Checkmark Brigade, lost its mind blaming this guy for that action based on his race. Later came out that this man was a Syrian immigrant or his family were Syrian immigrants. The story basically disappeared because as soon as it became clear that this was a Middle Eastern man who had snapped and started shooting people, they didn't care because they couldn't blame a white man. Story basically vanished from mainstream media. Look at what's already happening in Waukesha. Way more attention was given to Kyle Rittenhouse self-defense than is going to be getting given to the Waukesha incident even though the Waukesha incident may have directly been related to the Rittenhouse case and directly been related to racial hate. Yet the media is memory holding it and pretending it never existed at all. Uh, One more story I'm going to talk to you about travel bans over um, uh, Omicron but first I want you to know that from derailers to bar tape nutrition to racks trainers to tires helmets to bibs cycling do you spend hours online researching your dream bike? Some people love this stuff almost as much as the experts at competitivecyclist.com Competitive Cyclist is the online specialty retailer of road and mountain bikes, components, apparel, and accessories. They have unbelievable standout brands uh, brands, and they will help you get hooked up with everything you could want. Equal parts, customer service at Competitive Cyclist, gearheads, former pro athletes, Olympians, seasoned cyclists, years of experience, all available by phone, email, or chat for product recommendations and hard-won advice. Plus, 
competitive cyclist has 100% guaranteed returns. So I like to ride around on my bike. I am not a competitive cyclist. I just came back from Florida down on the beach riding bikes all over the place. One of the most fun things to do down on 30A where I spend a lot of the time. You can go get your own bike at competitivecyclist.com slash clay. Enter the promo code clay that's my name C-L-A-Y to get 15% off your first full price purchase plus free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Some exclusions apply but I want you to go right now 15% off and free shipping at competitivecyclist.com slash clay. Enter the promo code clay. That's competitivecyclist.com slash clay. Promo code clay. Some exclusions apply. Do you remember when travel bans were racist and xenophobic by Donald Trump? Well, we now have a new travel ban. Uh, this one associated with Omicron. By the way, the WHO skipping over XI which would be the same name as Chairman Z because they didn't want to connect COVID to Chairman Z in China even though China inflicted COVID on the rest of the world. I think it escaped from a laboratory as many of you did as well. I do want to read directly from uh, the woman who, uh, who found Omicron and said, hey, despite all this panic, South Africa, uh, here is a quote from her, what we are seeing clinically in South Africa and remember that I'm at the epicenter. That's where I'm practicing. This is Dr. Coetzee who discovered this in South Africa. uh, Is extremely mild. We haven't admitted anyone to the hospital. I spoke to other colleagues of mine the same exact picture. That's what she told Dr. Coetzee did the BBC. So uh, while everybody is losing their mind over Omicron uh, this is a fairly substantial data point from South Africa itself that things are not actually as bad as many would tell you. All right, I'm going to be live on FS1 in 20 minutes a little bit less than 20 minutes actually breaking down everything in the world of sports gambling I appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. I'll be down in Atlanta this weekend for Georgia, Alabama and then mercifully I'll be back home after being on the road for like 13 or 14 straight weekends whatever the math is there. I love all of you. Appreciate all of you. Hope you had fantastic Thanksgivings. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I am Clay Travis and this has been OutKick the Show.